0: Welcome to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. Holly is a wife, mom, coach, and entrepreneur. She wears these and many more hats while running three successful businesses, a gym, online counseling and nutrition program, and commercial cleaning company. She brings a unique perspective to everyday life with her spicy, no-nonsense attitude. Holly helps her clients keep it simple with small tweaks that over time add up to big life changes. With that, let's get on with today's episode. Here's my friend, Holly Cochran, an incredible human you need to be listening to every Monday. Hey family, friends, and strangers. This is the Monday Matters Podcast. Thank you for joining me. Today I didn't get to interview, but maybe someday I will interview the glucose goddess. But I need to just make sure everybody knows that what I am talking about today, I did not invent or create or do any of the studies to come up with this information. I got this from following Somebody on Instagram called The Glucose Goddess and following her podcast and listening to her trying these um, four glucose balancing hacks myself. And I really wanted. to I really want to get a glucose monitor. (laughs) That's my next toy. I know some of you want quads and c and all the things. And I think I want a glucose monitor for fun. But I've already said on previous podcasts, my idea of fun is not the same as everybody else's. I would would like to be measuring um, glucose spikes. Only because I know that glucose spikes and insulin and all the rest of it is what is... uh, influencing our health so much, influencing all the rest of the hormones that we I'm going to be navigating even more every single year. So if I can really learn a lot and do a really good job of regulating glucose and managing my insulin, I think I will feel better. So uh, the glucose goddess, follow her on Instagram if you want. She has a website out there, but she has four simple hacks that are free for you to try that can help you to lower the spikes. So glucose spikes or insulin uh, resistance are those highs and lows that people feel. And they're, they are around our carbohydrates. So the simple carbs, but including all of our starches, um, breads and sugars, the things that are going to We need need carbohydrates for energy, but too many carbohydrates are hard for our bodies to manage, and so then we get these glucose spikes. The glucose goddess has designed four strategies to help us with those highs and lows. This is something I have been getting better and better at over the years, but man, in the early season of my marriage when I was trying to be breastfeeding kids and nourish my body if I had had the resources I have now, that would have been a lot more pleasant time for everyone because I would get the serious bout of hangries. And it was, it was not pleasant. It wasn't pleasant to be me and it wasn't pleasant to be around me. And that doesn't happen very often anymore, just because of the food choices I make. But It still does happen and I still do find as I'm aging that my body is not responding to the foods that I'm eating in the same way and I am having more highs and lows and spikes and lulled times in the afternoon, which I know, which I know are reactions to the food that I'm eating. So if I can regulate the glucose a little bit better, I will probably feel a little bit better and have even more energy. So today I'm going to talk about these four glucose goddess hacks. Give her a follow on Instagram. The first one, she has this designed in like a four week thing. So for a week, you only focus on the first one. And the first one is to start your day with a savory breakfast. And I want to define the word breakfast before we get any further than that. I don't care what time you eat. You can be an intermittent faster and eat at 11 o'clock, which you call lunch. You can be a first, soon as my feet hit the floor. You can be, um, I have a little bit of something before I go to gym and then my big meal is after the gym. I don't care when you break the fast that you've had overnight, but make sure the first thing that's entering your body is a savory Food. Now let's define define savory. Not a carb, not a fast acting carb, so not a piece of fruit, not a banana, not a piece of toast by itself, not a bowl of cereal, not a muffin, not any of the carbs that are going to start your day off with a spike in your glucose because it's hard to come down from that. You spend the whole rest of the day navigating that first initial spike. So the hack is to start your day with a savory breakfast with protein fibers and fats. Okay. Protein is your meats and your eggs, maybe cottage cheese, those kinds of dairy products so your protein fiber is vegetables. Let's stop thinking vegetables at breakfast are weird and embrace them. I've been talking about this for years at the gym, like literally years. I've been telling people eat a cup of vegetables before 10 o'clock. This is not the first time they've been hearing me talk about that. Um, Mostly because I felt like I had more energy when I did that. So I was trying to say to people like the afternoon, I did not have the science behind it. I have not done what the glucose goddess has done as far as the research. I was just eating vegetables and know I was feeling better. But I'm happy to know that there's actually some data behind all of that. Those vegetables in the morning, normalize it. How do you get those kind of vegetables in in the morning? Eat leftover supper maybe. Like, stop thinking breakfast is porridge, and you know higher starches and all the oatmeal without thinking about what vegetables are going to go with it. Okay, savory breakfasts, protein, fibers, and fats. The if you eat an egg, you you don't have to look for any more fats. The egg yolk is your fat. If you eat um, toast then you want to be adding some sort of a protein and some sort of a fat. My kids laugh at me sometimes because I get home from the gym after the first two classes and I make myself a really nice turkey sandwich. I have bread, a bunch of turkey. I spread avocado all over the (laughs) bread. I have lots of lettuce on there, some salt and some pepper, and that's called breakfast. I'm breaking the fast with my turkey sandwich. I don't have it at lunchtime. I have it for breakfast. So that's the first hack is to start your day, break your fast with something savory, some vegetables and some protein and some fat. You might need to make this the night before or on Sunday because I, yes, I get it. The Tim Hortons drive through and a coffee and a muffin is less time and work. It makes you feel worse. Okay. So if you were doing this in a four week, um, program week two, after you are starting to eat your breakfast and it's a savory breakfast would be to add a tablespoon and tablespoon is quite a bit. So if it doesn't feel good on the first day, reduce the amount, but a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar diluted in water and drink it with a straw. I say that because the the recommendations from the dentists that they, um, so they did this study with the apple cider vinegar and just straight up chugging apple cider vinegar on its own is really hard on our enamel of our teeth. So let's not, let's not upset the dentists. Let's just get it into us on a better, <laughs> in a better way, dilute it slightly and drink it with a straw. Now, are you going to love doing that? No, probably not. I have been doing it now for a couple of months. Well, yeah, probably a couple months. And I have yet to just, you know, excitedly go and look forward to my apple cider vinegar shot. I also know that it is really helping with my digestion. I have improved my digestion again that had gone totally whack when I got, you know, burnt out. My digestion was the number one Uh, thing I noticed and it is improving a ton and my apple cider vinegar is here in my day on a regular basis. What did I notice at the beginning? Caused me some heartburn. Yep, that's the true story but that's because I did not have enough of an acidic value in my gut and my food was causing me to bloat, not digest, all the rest of it. And so the apple cider vinegar is improving. I do not get heartburn anymore taking the apple cider vinegar. It's not bothering me now, but I had to go slow. So if I tell you to take a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar in some water and you don't feel good, back it off a little. Go slow. You do not need to do this All at once. I had a lady tell me that as soon as she started doing this, her stomach was growling and she felt really hungry. I suspect she wasn't digesting her food as well as she should have. And this hungry digestion that she's feeling, or a hungry growling feeling that she's feeling, is her digesting food that maybe wasn't happening before. Again, not necessarily a great feeling. So go slow. The apple cider vinegar hack is one that you can do before before your meals, before, and I'm only doing it once a day right now. And I may increase that as I start to be able to manage that once a day. But if you're following the glucose goddess, she often will have like we're we're going to we're going for birthday cake, right? You know there's not going to be a nice balanced protein, fiber and fat blah 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 like that's not realistic whatsoever. You're going for birthday cake at grandma's and you're going to have cake and coffee or whatever. The apple cider vinegar hack is something that if you did that before the cake, the the it reduces the spike in glucose by the say 30%. So it's not it's not um to say that now all of a sudden you should be able to eat cake every day you just got to take apple cider vinegar before you eat the cake. I am not telling you that, so don't say, well, as long as I'm doing the apple cider vinegar, I can have I can eat whatever I want. No. <laughs> no, you're still making great choices, but you're living life and the apple cider vinegar does Help to support your body's digestion and absorption of the glucose. So it might help you to feel okay and not have that crash in the afternoon. If that's what you're if you're going for the after two o'clock birthday cake at grandma's house, you may not feel as sluggish for the rest of the day. Okay, that's number two. Hack week two. If you're gonna do these, implement them slowly, week at a time. The next one. We talked about the savory breakfast, but she says the, the third hack is to start every meal with a vegetable appetizer, with a veggie app, starting to coat your, your intestinal tract, your upper intestinal tract. That first top piece when the food goes in with fiber helps you to create the absorption of the st- of the higher sugary carbs and starches and the rest of the food that you're going to be eating, the glass of wine you're having with dinner, but starting your meal off with some fibrous vegetables as your appy. So all I've done, because like I'm not eating out very often, it's not like I'm gonna sit down and have a nice appetizer at any given time. I just have cut up carrots and peppers and cucumbers and broccoli, things like that, And while I'm making the supper, I'm eating those as my appetizer while I'm making my supper. And then I don't worry about whether or not I get a whole bunch of vegetables on my plate because all the vegetables that I'm going, I would have put onto my plate. I've consumed them before we started. So, um, and if I've got my veggies prepped, like on the weekend, last weekend, I would have prepped a sheet of sweet potato and a sheet of beets and all that kind of stuff. And I just eat those first when I'm here at the, at the gym, I eat those first. And then if I've taken snickerdoodle bar or a muffin or what else I brought to the gym, I have it, but I'm starting with the first thing I go to eat. Does that satisfy me right away? No, I would be lying to say, oh man, I'm kind of getting hungry and I've been coaching all morning and all I really want is some yummy beets. Like, I don't know who you think I am, but I'm not crazy. I just eat the beets because I am planning on eating the little sweetie muffins and the snickerdoodles and the rest of the stuff I have packed. And I don't want to be feeling tired and yawning in the afternoon. So I eat the veggies first and it makes me feel better and it gives me that energy but I have be- developed a relationship with food that food is my fuel, not necessarily my friend, as far as uh, always has to feel good and bring me the warm fuzzies. Food is my fuel, which means sometimes I eat beets when I'm not really feeling like beets. I just know beets are a good thing for me to eat right now. I like them, they're like candy. I really love beets, but man, there's other things I'd rather be eating at lunch not going to lie. So that's number four is to start off coating your upper intestinal tract with fruit, vegetables, and fibers as your little appetizer before you put the rest of those meals in. The last one I really liked, which was getting some small movement in after you eat. And I love what she's talking about. It's like three to five minutes worth of movement, not hours. Okay. It's not like you have to go to the gym after every time you eat a movement. It's just a little bit, just a little bit. She was telling people that she counsels that, um, 15 to 20 calf raises standing at their desk is enough to increase blood flow to create that movement piece that your body needs to start and help with enhancing digestion, Like if you can't do 15 to 20 calf raises in your day because you're too busy. Yeah, you got other things you can probably be working on. Like 15 to 20 calf raises after you eat lunch is doable for everybody. And if it's not calf raises, maybe it's arm circles. It does. Maybe it's just a five minute walk. Now, is this enough for heart health and cardiovascular health? No, nope. That's not the kind of movement we're talking about. You still need to look, trying to get your 10,000 steps in. But in order to increase your ability to be digesting the food that you're eating and not having it just sit there and um, bring your glucose levels into higher elevations than they need to be, a little bit of movement five minutes of movement can help with that. So those are the four glucose goddess hacks I wanted to share with you. If you, if you get hangry, if you get that afternoon slump, if you have low energy, you feel sluggish, you catch yourself yawning. These are four things that are free that are just a shift. I don't think you should do them all starting on Monday or the next day or whatever. I think you should slowly start to bring them in, especially the apple cider vinegar one. It is something that you need to build up. And I remember years ago, like I had little kids and I remember, you know, being the infomercial of the apple cider vinegar and I lost 30 pounds and thinking, yeah, right. Like how is apple cider vinegar making you lose 30 pounds? I was not buying into any of that. It's not. The apple cider vinegar is not making you lose 30 pounds. The apple cider vinegar is helping you to digest food. Food digestion, absorption, nutrient absorption, and detoxification and elimination can help you to lose weight. Yes. But you got to be doing all the other things and putting the right amount of food in. And the quality of food into your body to actually lose 30 pounds, you can't eat crap with apple cider vinegar as you're shot before you eat a bunch of A and W and think that's going to solve all the problems in the world. So if you're watching an infomercial that says, I just drank apple cider vinegar and ate ice cream every day. Yeah, no, that's not, that's not going to make you necessarily feel better. You're going to fall off that wagon. So apple cider vinegar is fantastic when combined with some really good food that will nourish you and make you feel great. All right. If you haven't shared this podcast recently and you have a somebody you want to tag, maybe it's your hangry office mate, just tag them in the, in the Instagram post or share it on your story, please, and say, if anybody wants to um, do these four hacks with me, Be that person to lead this ship down some regulated glucose trends. All right, everybody, have a fantastic day. Thanks for listening to Monday Matters with Holly Cochran. If you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to Monday Matters, leave her a review, and share this episode on your social media. Should you have any questions about what you listen to or want more info, reach out and send her a message at K2HealthWithHolly on Instagram and Facebook. She loves hearing from her listeners. See you next time.